Hey y'all, welcome back or welcome to Recent Revelations. I hope you're having an incredible day, whatever day it is you're listening to this. And if you're new here, my name is Anna and I am your host, your producer, your editor, and your director, not of your life, but of this podcast. And I'm all of those things, not because I'm great, but because I am an amateur. And this is an unscripted podcast. This is a casual podcast. This is a place where I just share from the heart and I'm sharing the things that God have put up, God, God have put, God has put on my heart and the wise people that I'm blessed to have in my life have been sharing with me, advising me on, counseling me on, all of those good things, stuff and things. And every single week I share with you guys the location I am recording from. So this week it is from our guest bedroom in our house at a tiny little desk that I can barely fit my legs under. I am 5'8", so this little thing I think was built for people slightly smaller than I. But regardless, this chair is comfy. I have a sparkling water, cherry sparkling water, beside me and it is incredible. I feel like sparkling water is a very controversial topic. Um don't cancel me, but I love sparkling water. I love it. I think it's so good. Lime though, lime's not my thing. Anyways, we're not here to talk about sparkling water flavors. We are here to talk about the topic of the week, which I don't prepare for these podcast episodes, like taking notes, like it is an unscripted podcast. I don't write anything out. But before I record, before I press record, I ask God, what do you really want me to share? Like, what is it that you've showed me this past week that you want me to share? And this week, I was like, God, I really need something powerful to share. Like, what am I supposed to share? Because I have all these different things that I'm learning and I feel like I'm just in the in-betweens of learning things and there's nothing really with a, a start and an end or a problem and a solution And as I asked him what powerful message I should share, I felt like he told me his love. And I have been learning about humility. I've been learning about idolization. I have been learning about submitting to his will. I have been learning about love, his love, what true love really means, really looks like as I have been trying to allow God to heal all of the areas in my life, all of the spots in my heart and in my mind and in my soul and will and emotions, all of these things, as I have opened the door to allowing him to heal, I have been brought back to a place of really pursuing love. And I think we give love a bad rap. We have a horrible definition of love. And before I get on a rampage about love and what culture says versus what love really is, let me start with a little story. So this past week I was listening to the song Make Us One. It's so good. I think it's by Catch the Fire Music Group, something like that. It's such a good song. You should listen to it. It has a lot of good lyrics and while I was worshiping listening to this song, I 
started saying, Father, I submit to your will. And it talks about, let us see through the eyes of love. Let us become more like you. And that's a daunting request. Like, Jesus died on a cross. So if we're asking to be like him, if we're asking to be more like him, we should expect something not bad to happen, but we should expect some persecution because he was incredibly persecuted. He faced the most horrific death and persecution, ultimately. And so I found myself saying, God, I submit to your will. And I don't think I've ever said that phrase. Not because I didn't want to or I didn't agree with it. it it's just I've never thought to say it. Not That's never come up in my mind or in my spirit. I, I truly think that came from the spirit for me to say out loud and speak that over myself and make that declaration. And as I said that the first time, I have now said it more often. And now I realize that I need to say it every day because when I submit to his will, things shift, things change. And I realize that when I say that literally out loud, I mean, literally out loud, say it out loud, because that does make a difference. There's power with your tongue. There's power in your words. And as I say that, my heart literally changes. There is frustration released. There is pressure released. There is stress released. There is peace that comes in when I say those words. And I don't know how it, how it works. I don't understand it, but it does. And as I have learned that lesson of submitting to his will, it has brought me to another place of learning to meditate on his love. And love, again, like I was saying earlier, I started on the rampage. We give love a bad rap. We, I think it's even demonized sometimes of like, well, you're too young, you shouldn't be focusing on love. Or like we look at love, our first image is a relationship. It's a hallmark movie. It's some idea of... It, it's true that it has to do with relationship, but it's all, it's all twisted. We have a horrible definition of love, and we also have, I think, a horrible concept of understanding what it means to be loved and to love. And I think that all starts, and it should all start, with a relationship with the Lord. And God is love. Our focus should be love. Love is not a relationship with a human. Love is not having a girlfriend or having a boyfriend or having a spouse or even having a bond and a friendship. Love is not as mere and small as a human connection and a human bond. That's beautiful that God created us as beings that... We need human connection. That's so true. But our first ever connection was with God. 
our first ever love, our first love is God. And God is love. So I'm realizing that I can shift my focus. I've been praying this prayer in this weird season, a waiting season, whatever you want to call it. I've talked about that the last podcast. Your waiting is actually your winning. As I'm in this season, I have prayed that I would have focus, that I would learn what that means, what that is, how to do that well. And I think I've found practically what I'm supposed to focus on, and that is love. And it sounds counterintuitive for me, and it sounds weird, and it, it, it's weird and almost cringy, I guess, to talk about to other people and be like, yeah, I'm just really trying to learn how to fall in love with Jesus. Like, that just sounds weird. And it's because there's such a perverted idea of love. And it almost makes me angry. It almost makes me infuriated that this is how we see love as these meaningless relationships, as these meaningless acts between two people. It's so sad. It's saddening that we have, that I've lived so long not knowing the incredible love of the one who is like knowing love because god, again god is love it's it's crazy like i don't i don't even know how to i don't i can't explain it i can't explain it but what i do know that we can do practically what i've learned to do practically is literally sit and meditate and sometimes I don't feel anything. And sometimes it's just I don't feel anything for the first 10 minutes or the first 30. It may take some time to... Not that we should base anything on feelings. But it takes time to learn the connection. And just simply sitting and meditating on what Jesus did on the cross. The sacrifice that was made the persecution, what it would be like to watch Jesus walk and talk and live right in front of you, what it would be like to be right next to him, visualizing and and saying and speaking over yourself and saying out loud, like he has my name written on his hand, that he calls me beautifully and wonderfully made that he I'm blameless in his sight. Can like I cannot believe that that one gets me every time. And just falling in love with what he says and every word just like I I don't know uh what this saying is. I think this is a saying or like a thing that people relate to in relationships like I was hanging on to every word he said. Like you're just so head over heels in air quotes, that you just hang on to every word, like, wow. And just going back to almost childlike naiveness and let yourself be vulnerable before him because he's not there to flatter you. He's not there to deceive you. You don't have to put a wall up because, well, his character might be different in six months. They typically change when you start dating someone, then they're going to switch and this is how they're going to... 
and you never know, and they're trying to deceive you, and what if they hurt you, and what if they're really a criminal, and whatever else. There's so many things to worry about with people because they hurt you. Maybe it's just as simple as they're going to lie, or they're going to cheat, or not that those are simple things to grasp with, because my goodness, how many people have been hurt for decades because of those simple, in air quotes again, acts. Please... Let's go back to being vulnerable before him. It's a weird, it's weird to talk about. It's a weird place. I'm weirded out by it. I don't know what I'm doing. It Sometimes I get like almost scared away. But please just try it a few times. Just be so honest and so real and fall in love with being able to talk to him about everything. Fall in love with being able to constantly tell him every little ink you don't have to leave anything out of the story when you tell God something you don't have to leave this slice out because that person's gonna think that and you don't have to leave that slice out because well they're gonna think this you can tell him every single detail you can tell him every part of the story you can tell him every single thing on your mind and in your heart even if you know it's wrong or it's bad or it's ugly or it's indifferent you can tell him every bit of it And just all of these things that you fall in love with about him, what he said, like just fall in love with him. Realize that God is love and our focus needs to be on love. It needs to be on him. And this whole time, it's kind of funny because I've been searching for what practically, what do I focus on God? Practically, give me practical and truly, it was right there in front of me the whole time. It's like, yeah, focus on God. But truly what that means is to focus on love. 